Hello, and welcome to This One Good Life podcast, where we slow down and explore the beauty and goodness that surrounds us every day. My name is Stephen Ingram. And I am Bryant Johnson. We're so glad that you've been able to join us today. On today's episode, uh, we're slowing down to explore the idea and practice of simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I suspect, uh, in an effort to discuss simplicity, our conversation will probably be uh, somewhat complex. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> Maybe that should be our next episode. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think both of us uh, try to live by some rules of simplicity, Stephen. But um, yeah, uh, also think it's probably one of the hardest things um, for folks to do. Yeah, really, it really is kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? That um, especially in our kind of day and age and our culture, um, it, it can be really difficult to to live simply. Um, and I think there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, I think I, I think our, our our world is a complex world, right? Uh, the more interconnected we are, the more complex things become. Uh, and and there's a lot of goodness to that, right? Sometimes sim- simplicity, um, in terms of how we think, um, can can sometimes reflect ignorance or or um, seclusion or. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in terms of when we talk about a variety of opinions and ideas and cultures and influences. Um, but really what we're talking about with this episode is what does it look like to live a, a simple life, a more simple life? And I, I kind of think the place to start is to talk about what what is the opposite of simplicity. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, that's complexity, right? Um, that's messiness. Um, and uh, a lot of times... And, and Brian, I'd love to hear what you think about about this. But I find in my in my own life, a lot of times the reason why things aren't simple is because I have made them complex, or I have made them busy, or I have made them messy. Uh, how, how does that play in your world? Oh, for sure, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think uh, we, and I could speak for myself. I think uh, I am always. Um, the reason simplicity doesn't mm. exist. Mm. Um, I, I don't think it's a natural kind of thing. And, and <clears throat> I'll tell you a story. Uh, I'll do it in opposite order. I'll give you an example and then tell you a story, right? <laughs> make, make it a little more complex. <laughs> make it a little more complex. Um, yeah, so uh, let's say uh, we've been hanging out all day. Um, and for some reason, Stephen, you're just getting a little irritable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I begin thinking, uh, what is going on with Stephen? Mm-hmm. What did I say earlier? Jeez, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when did this start? Oh my gosh! And now, now listen to that comment. Where is this coming from? I mm. wonder what happened yesterday. Uh-huh. What do, this seems like last week, um, right? <laughs> when, when actually, what you need is a sandwich. Yeah, that's right. You need right? A Snickers, <laughs> right? There's there's a real simple solution, but we quickly, I think, our natural yeah. tendency is to jump to the the most complex. Yeah. Yep. Um, thing that might be going on when, when really, right? And yeah. I just need a sandwich. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's one example. Um, my first uh, really kind of dive into understanding what it meant to be simple mm-hmm. um, came from building computers. Um, oh, nice. And my love for that <laughs> really spawned uh, when I was about five or six years old. My mm-hmm. dad brought home um, from a store that used to exist, brought home a build your own radio from Radio Shack. 
Oh, cool. Right. Was it and like a transistor radio? Yeah, yeah. And it was oh, meant for cool. kids, so it was like yeah. bright colors and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And we built it, and you know, you're able to tune into one AM station and yeah. uh, and then get a lot of static. But even the the fact that you could get static was pretty freaking yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then some at some point, kind of high school, college, I just started running into problems with with our like first computer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when memory was four megabytes. <laughs> And Isn't then, that crazy <clears throat> to think about? <laughs> and the new like Windows update. This is how how crazy the new Windows update required eight megabytes. <laughs> That's right of That's RAM, right. right? So like that prompted me um, to really kind of dive deep into technology and begin building right. my own computers and figure out all these all these different problems um, or how to solve all these different problems that I was, mm-hmm. I was having. Um, I remember somebody, uh, you know. You start going down these hobbyist tunnels and you find other people who know mm-hmm. what they're doing. And the yep. thing I kept running into is people would always say to me um, when building computers, when working with technology, the simplest solution is always yep. where you want to start. Yes. That's the yep. first place. Yep. Um, and then begin looking, um, you know, take the next solution that might have two steps instead of one step. And then if yes. that doesn't work, try the third solution. And if that, uh-huh. right. And each solution begins in, in complexity. So um, where that begins to bubble out is uh, people will always share their frustration. Like, um, you know, I was having trouble at work with my computer and I called tech support and they, they mm-hmm. said, did you turn it off and turn it on again? Of course I turned it off. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's actually, it's actually the correct approach. Yeah. Is the yep. simplest solution first. Um, but but it, I don't think it's natural. And that, mm. that takes me back to uh, like the relationship example. I don't think it's natural. Yeah. I think our natural thing is to assume there's a deep level of complexity to the, the challenge that we're facing. Yeah. Um, and to try to uh, figure that out when, mm-hmm. um, like with that, when you just need a sandwich. Or yeah. like with technology, we just need to turn it off, right. turn it on again, and suddenly it, it, it's working. Um, yeah. And then dive into, okay, so that didn't work. What's next? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and what you're talking about, it's so, it's so good because humans are, we're, we're complex, man. I mean, you know, from, from, from our, uh, all of our systems, our, our, you know, our, the way our blood flows, the way oxygen flows, the way uh, food digests, all those, it's incredibly complex. Our minds are these incredibly, I mean, just insanely complex things, right? Um, but <laughs> computers, okay. I- amazing. Like unbelievable. <laughs> if, if you just think back 30 years ago, the, the difference <laughs> that we had, that we've come through in 30 years, unreal. So complexity all day long. However, there's a difference in something being complex. And this is what you're getting at. There's a difference in something being complex and the solution being complex, right? Just because something is complex, just because humans are complex or computers or technology is complex, doesn't mean that the solution to the problem also has to be complex. That's right. Um, a, a lot of people probably know uh, the phrase Occam's razor. Um, what you might not know is that Occam uh, is actually not even a person. Uh, it was William of Occam, uh, and William of Occam uh, was a 13th century Franciscan friar. Uh, who who was uh, lived in England, 
uh, and he he was he was a a, fly, a, a friar, but he was a he was a a philosopher and a theologian, right? And he came up with this, uh, or at least it's attributed to him, with this idea that the most simple solution is usually usually the right solution. But what we do is we will do these mental gymnastics to come up with every possible scenario and 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 have so many different scenarios when when the one that's probably correct is the one that's sitting right in front of us. That's right. Um and and so Occam or actually William of Occam uh his theory uh, you know uh, this is a 13th century theory that just continues to play true today. Um and it is funny because I was just dealing with something on my iPhone this morning or last night. I was trying to listen to some music. It wouldn't connect to my Bose wireless speaker. I was so frustrated and I was doing all these things. And I thought, you know, Stephen, I, you should probably just turn it off and then turn it back on and see what happens. Guess what happened? All of a sudden, Ella Fitzgerald was singing beautiful <laughs> songs through my Bose speaker while my son and I were playing chess. But but Occam, man, the the most simp- the, the simplest answer is usually the correct one, or at least yeah. the best place to start. That's right. It, it, and what's so crazy about that is that's not a new idea. We we <laughs> are not right. brilliant because we've said this today, right? Like yeah, that's right. <laughs> hundreds of years, um, yeah. and I, I learned the lesson again just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Our upstairs was cold. Um, it wasn't getting warmer. The thermostat said 66. It had been blowing for like, I don't know, three hours. Yeah. Still 66. Yep. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm on YouTube. I'm on Google. I'm learning about reversing valves being stuck. I'm learning about <laughs> fuses within heat pumps and, uh, you know, different um, equipment pieces on furnaces. Yeah. Finally, I stopped. And I yeah. texted somebody that I know that knows about like, um, electricity and construction and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he called me back and he said, uh, before you do anything else, just go to your fuse box, turn your fuse box off, um, and, and leave it off for about 10 minutes, turn it back on and see if you have heat coming out. Let it reset the system. Worked. (laughs) I love it. Right. And you know what? You would have paid $225 for somebody to come do that for you. And they would have, Yeah. (laughs) They would have climbed in the attic. They would have, yep. you know, dirtied the rugs, you know, whatever. That's it. That's <laughs> and, it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's just it. Like, um, it, it's, it's a tried and true understanding mm. of not just equipment, um, yeah. but it serves to be true in our relationships and mm-hmm. such as well. Yeah. Um, and I think for some folks, it feels like a hassle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, anybody who's ever been told, go ahead and turn it off and turn it on again. You're yeah. like, what? I'm yeah. not that dumb. You yeah, know, like, right. Um, <laughs> so sometimes it feels like a hassle, but generally it's going to save us time. It's going to save yeah. us effort. It's going to save us energy. It's going to save us... Frustration. Emotional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like our right. own emotional health um, by yeah. starting with the simplest solution. Yeah, yeah. The... Um, and, and, you know, if you can take that principle that... And we've been talking about technology and furnaces and, um, you know... Uh, uh, computers and things like that. But if you take that principle and overlay it onto our lives, uh, just how we live day to day, what kind of, what kind of, uh, and it doesn't have to be problems, but what kind of decisions we make from day to day. Sure. Um, we, we tend to, uh, we tend to complexify. I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to use it. I like we, it. 
Yeah, I like it too. We t- it's a it's a complex word. We tend to complexify our. So I'm reading a lot of Scandinavian stuff. Um, it's four syllables. <laughs> it is. Sorry, <laughs> I'm reading a lot of Scandinavian stuff, and in in the um, in the Danish language, instead of coming up with a new word, they'll just add words to each other and make a really gigantic long word, and uh, like they don't even have to. It doesn't have to make sense. It could just be like the brown tree with green leaves. Um, with uh, rough bark, and they'll just put all those things together, and that's the name of the tree. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Anyways, complexify. We tend to complexify um, so many decisions in our lives instead of just looking and saying, "Okay, uh, I could either do this or I could do this." And you know, there's the old uh, there's the old system of making a pros and cons list. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan of The Office, and you know, Jim and Pam always say make a pros and cons list, right? And it, it could just, I mean, so many of our decisions could be as simple as just saying, look, I've got two options here. One will get me this, one will get me this. Let's just, let's just make a decision and go with it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then the other piece that, that I think in terms of our life is we, we have to be evaluative. We talk about this a lot on the show. Uh, we have to be aware. We have to be thoughtful. We have to, we have to you know, uh, always be in a reflective mode in our lives. And, and we need to watch, uh, I'm saying this to myself, we need to watch the areas of our lives that get us, get us riled up, that get the blood pressure up, that get, that, you know, uh, begin to create tension and strife. And we need to look at that and say, okay, what, what's over, what's over complicating this part of my life? Instead of getting into an existential crisis, instead of going, the, you know, going into the whole midlife thing, like, oh my gosh, I've got to change. My, what about this? is complicating life for me. And then just ask the question, okay, what's the more simple solution to this? And then begin to follow that path. I've started to do that recently and holy cow, it makes a huge difference. And it's not like I have to spend hours upon hours reflecting on it to figure those things out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Stuck. Yeah. 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 That's okay. <laughs> we need a clap. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Hey, well, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, you know, um, <clears throat> uh, an example. There was a time in my life where I was really, really busy. Uh, well, I'm, I feel like I'm always a little more busy than I want to be. But I was super duper duper busy during about um, about a year stretch in my life. And I was doing a lot of traveling for school for consulting. My ministry job was in full swing and I was doing a lot of work for that. I was writing two books at one time. I mean, there was just a lot that was going on and, um, and I felt really under the water and I couldn't quit either job at that point. Uh, I wanted to do both jobs. I had those book deadlines due. And so I I was going to write those books, but I had to, and I, and I wasn't going to sacrifice my family. Right. And so I, uh, I looked at my life and I said, okay, what are places in my life that I could simplify? And one of the things that produced it, produced the biggest result for me during that nine month period was I paid someone to come and cut my grass Mm. for Mm -hmm. me. And, um, it felt wrong because I was always raised like you cut your own grass, you know, that's, that's (laughs) you know, but I paid some guy to come cut my grass 
and he would do it every week. And it was, it was a thing that would take a, you know, few hours a week. It would take energy. It would, it was tiring. Now, now I really like cutting my grass, but at that mo at that point in my life, it was something that was just adding strife and stress. Um, and for me to pay this guy 30 bucks a week to come do that, it, 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 um, the benefit was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Versus the $30 I was paying. So even something yeah. like that will help you simplify your life. Yeah. It's just a quick, easy kind of evaluation. Um, we did the same thing. Um, just, yeah. just this spring. And, uh, we have somebody who comes in and, um, does some nannying for us on Tuesday, yep. Thursday afternoons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, both of these are financial examples. I don't think right. those are the only examples, right? But it's a pretty quick um, trade-off uh, for that. Like the the simple solution was figuring out what's what's co- more costly, or yeah, um, that's it. What the income is, yep. right? And so, if by paying somebody to uh, you know come hang out with our, our little boy uh, for a few hours a week um, costs X number of dollars, but the amount of money um, yep. that we can make by working. Um, and that same time frame exceeds that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then that's better than than not working, right? Yeah, like that's right. <laughs> the, the trade off is uh, zero dollars uh, yes. at that point, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a perfect example um, of how that works. I think sometimes too, um, maybe another example, Stephen, is just um, even with food and mm-hmm. with, with cooking, yeah. right? Um, we have fallen in love uh, with vegetables really over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have found the less we do to them, <laughs> yeah. the better they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like they can yes, stand on their own. That's right. That's right. Yeah. A little olive oil. Yeah. Um, and some people would say, Oh, salt and pepper. I would argue that uh, without salt and pepper. Yeah. Right. As simple yeah. as it gets a little bit yeah. of olive oil, um, to, to kind of crisp them up in the oven, right? Yeah. Um, cook it. Uh, gosh, the flavor far exceeds yes. any, anything else. We we did this uh, last night with uh, little like sweet potato discs, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's just that simple. Um, and I think if we can look at our lives that way, right? Yeah. Is yeah. like, okay, what's the simplest approach? Yeah. What's the simplest um, amount of like, myself that I can pour into this. Yeah. Right. And, and trying to come up with some examples of what that might look like. Um, but it's the same thing with like red meat. Mm-hmm. The best, the best you can do, right. Is a pinch yep. of salt. Yep. Put some salt on it, put it on the grill and, and let it do its magic. That's it. That's yeah. it. And it, it, it just is the same with our daily routines. Yeah. Um, it just is. I, I I find every time the simplest option there, right? Like, um, tends to be better. Um, and gosh, I wish I had a, like a daily example. <laughs> well, I've, I've got one for you. My, yeah. my wife and I were just talking about this this morning. She didn't know what we were doing the podcast on, but we talked about it this morning and, and, uh, she, uh, she has, uh, this new shirt that, uh, she was given for Christmas. She looks super cute in it. Um, uh, and, it was so she didn't pick it out she was it was given to her for christmas she loves it but it's just not her mm. right she looks really i mean it's like she she looks really cute in it but it's just not her 
And she finally was like, I've just got to change out of it. I got to change out of it. And I was like, why? And she said, because it, it's just stressing me out because it's just not me. Mm. It's just not me. I, mm-hmm. I, I need to go put on something that's me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and she said, do you, am I being crazy? I said, no. I said, I get it. She said, it just feels too fancy. And I said, I get it. Um, my, my wardrobe of choice right now, except for when I'm flying and going and, you know, having to be on site, blue jeans, tennis shoes, a t-shirt, and I got a zip up hoodie. And I swear to you, man, I would wear that every day of my life from this point on because I don't, and it's not that I'm like a slob, but it's just, it, uh, I can reach in my drawer, pull out any t-shirt because I've given away all the t-shirts I don't like. Right. Yeah. I can pull out any t-shirt in my drawer blindly. I have two pairs of blue jeans, so I can just grab one of my pairs of blue jeans. I have a pair of tennis shoes. I have socks and I I have a zip up hoodie and I can put those things on and I know I'm going to be comfortable. I know no matter what the weather is, except for rain, I've got a rain jacket if there's rain. I know I can take off the hoodie, put it back on, and I'll be warm or cool, however I want to be. Um, I, I know how I feel. I know how I look. And I'm okay with all those things. And it makes it so much easier. That's right. I'm not having to, to diagnose all the different things that, you know, what about this situation? What about, no, this is what I'm going to wear. There, there's actually, I was doing some research about it. There's actually something, it's called the capsule wardrobe movement. Um, I think for me, the the and maybe this is because I'm Apple guy, Steve Jobs is the one who made this famous for me. Oh, right? Right, Steve right. Jobs always just had the pants, the black turtleneck, and his glasses, right? That was the Steve Jobs outfit. Right, he could, he, he could make phones cool, but but not turtlenecks. <laughs> Whatever, man. Hey, that was Steve's jam. Okay, that was what he liked. That was what he did. And you know, he probably had fifteen black turtlenecks and fifteen pairs of pants. And every day when he got up, that's what he put on. Right. And and there's this whole article. I'm gonna I'll I'll uh, link to it in the show notes. There's this whole article about the um, about how the smartest people in our world yep. have a have a set wardrobe. Yeah, and it's one that. less thing for them to think about. Um, yeah. and, it's, and that's, it's just simplicity. It's just simplicity. Um, well, well, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you talked about that because, um, that suddenly prompted, uh, an example. I think that, uh, we live with every day, uh-huh. um, is like just packing up to get out of the house and go somewhere. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we don't wear our shoes inside. I mean, okay. we, yeah. we do, but we take them off downstairs and mm-hmm. they're always by the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that alone, um, mm-hmm. simplifies leaving, Yeah, slip into shoes, whatever they are. Uh, in fact, yeah. I, I've got a pair of slippers right there, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> slide in, go outside, get in the car. Um, it's the times where suddenly, oh gosh, uh, the diaper bag's not ready. Yeah. You know, we've got to get all those pieces together. Yep. Um, well, I don't have a water bottle, um, that I need. Uh, mm-hmm. now I gotta, I gotta fill that up. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Um, we keep everything right by, uh, our garage door mm-hmm. that we might need when mm-hmm. we leave. Yeah. Um, and when it's all ready, uh, we've, we've prepared ahead of time, right? Yeah. The process is simple. It's clean. We can grab what we need and walk out the door. Yeah. Sometimes we grab what we need and we get in the car and then realize we don't have everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, or we can not do that. And every time we leave, it's a difficult kind of like scramble of like, okay, do we have this? Do we have that? Do we have water? Mm -hmm. Do we have, Mm -hmm. right? Like on and on and on. And it becomes quickly 
becomes an extremely complex process yeah. um, to just leave the house and like go out to eat or go to the grocery store. Yeah. Um, right. Like a real simple task. Yep. Um, so that, that's an example now, uh, after you were talking that suddenly like came yeah. up that I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We do this every day. Um, yeah. we try to, we try to do simple. Um, and when it works, it is extremely simple. Grab and go. Right? That's right. <clears throat> well, we try to do the same thing with our kids. Um, uh, before they go to bed at night, they have to have their backpack, uh, repacked. They had to have the things in it that they need for the next day, have it packed and, and sitting there and usually sitting by the door ready to go. Right. Um, usually my wife will go and, uh, set out their clothes, uh, uh for the next morning. Uh, except for my, my oldest daughter, she's a 13 year old. So she, you know, she, but she sets out hers most of the time she does it for herself. Um, but to set out their clothes, because what we know in our family, which I think is the case in most families, is the mornings can be tough. It's hard to wake up. It's hard to roll out of bed. It's hard yeah. to kind of get yeah. going. And so the, the the fewer decisions you have to make each morning, the better your morning will be. Like I, I will I will be very, very clear with you. The, the fewer decisions you have to make in the morning, the better your morning will be, especially with kids. Right. <laughs> every time. Um, every time. <laughs> And so, uh, so we really try to have the next day ready before we go to bed uh, at night. Uh, I'll even do that when I'm thinking about what I'm making for breakfast. So I cook a full breakfast every morning. Uh, and usually it's pretty much the same thing. It's, it's an English muffin. It's bacon. It's eggs. <laughs> Not, 99% of, of the mornings, that's what I'm, what I'm cooking. And so, um, but to have that, you know, kind of planned out and have your mind around it. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'll do before I go to bed, and I think I've said this before, is I will look at my calendar for the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I will sit there and I'll, I'll walk through it and say, okay, here's all the things I need to do. Here's going to be my rhythm tomorrow, whether it's a little more fast paced or a little slower. And that way I can get my head mentally wrapped around the day before the day starts. Um, all those things, it's simple, but it makes, it makes a big difference. Um, yeah. makes a big, big, big difference. Yeah. Uh, there's a phenomenon right now, Brian. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you and Tanya have watched it yet, but there is a, a phenomenon that's sweeping America called Marie Kondo. Kondo. Do you know Marie Kondo? <laughs> I know Marie Kondo. We did not we did not watch more than about five minutes of the first episode because it just felt like a reality TV show, and we've kind of oh, turned really? off from those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would encourage you. Yeah, there's a little bit of reality to it. There's a little bit of there's a little drama. Uh, in some of it, but she is a gift. Uh, Marie Kondo is a gift. Uh, and I would say a gift to America um, because of what I think she's giving people permission to do. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, the new Netflix show, uh, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Um, and uh, it's it's a methodology, um, not that she invented, but that she has, I think, maybe perfected. Uh, It's a methodology that she takes into homes and it helps people simplify their home is really what it boils down to simplify their, their home. And really the thing that, that, that our, our possessions, we've talked about this on the minimalism episode, our possessions carry our, our possessions have a weight to them and, and they, they weigh, they, our possessions weigh on us. Um, And we don't realize that most of the time. Until you simplify and you realize how how much lighter you feel. 
Yeah. Um, and so Marie Kondo goes into the houses and she takes them through her, her method. Uh, and, and the question she asks, and I love it. She says, does this spark joy for you? And if it doesn't, then, then, then thank it and let it go. And I love that we, we've gone through her whole method in our house, uh, life changing, um, everything now, Mary Liz and I were just talking about this tonight. Everything has its place. Whereas before you'd have to find, find places for things. You'd have to stuff things. You'd have to hide things. You'd have to, you know, tuck things. Yeah. Now everything has its place. We were just talking about it yesterday. All our flashlights go into one little bin. All of our technology, when it's not being used, go into this other little bin. And everything has its place. And it makes life so much more simple. Well, that quote, I, I, I mean, is perfect. Uh, the last thing I was going to say, Stephen, and and I, I'm still going to say it, and it's probably going to ruin uh, the, <laughs> the highlight, uh, the wrap-up here, but is that um, kind of simplicity, simple. Mm-hmm has purpose, has meaning, right. it provides clarity, it has reason. Um, I think simplicity, simple, comes from purpose, it comes mm-hmm. from meaning, it comes from reason, it comes yeah. from having clar- clarity, right? Yeah. Um, and so all that, I think, is summed up in that question. Does it yeah. spark joy? Yeah. Um, and if the answer is yes, yeah. uh, we embrace it. If the answer yeah. is no, um, simplify yeah, that's right. That's right. Think Simplify, it and let don't it go. complexify. That's right. That's right. Well, and 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 a lot of times the uh, I'll say this the uh, the enemy of simplifying is fear. Mm, yeah. Um. When you get down to the root of it, the, so the reason why we have so much, the reason why we have to work so hard to have so much money, the reason why we all all these things, the reason why we do them so many times is out of fear. Well, what if I don't have enough? What if, okay. what if this breaks? What if this happens and I'm, I'm left without? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and so, you know, even the baseline of having so much stuff is often rooted in fear, whereas simplifying is, is rooted in something else. I, I don't know what it's rooted in, but it's rooted in, I would say it's rooted in living, not, not fearing. Yeah, um, I think that's uh, right. Which is liberating. Yeah. So liberating. Yeah. Well, Stephen, um, this week we received uh, some some great comments and questions uh, about simplicity from our friends on social media. Yeah, absolutely. You know, e- each week we spend some time in the show sharing your, the listening audience's ideas and questions about this week's topic. Uh, if you'd like to hear your ideas or questions on the show, please interact with us on social media on Facebook at This One Good Life or email us at info uh, at This One Good Life. Dot com and and uh, as always we we ha- we heard from uh, so many of you uh, in the in the listening audience um, and uh, we'd like to highlight a few of those right now. Um, Craig and Cindy both said uh, work, uh, job, career, and life balance. Um, and and so uh, and I know I feel that right. I know that I feel because uh, the question we asked was what would you like to see simplified uh, in your life? What in your life That's would it. you most like to simplify? And, um, uh, you know, and, and I talked to several people over, uh, over the course of the past week who gave the exact same answer. This, this idea of work-life balance is a huge stressor uh, on people. And, 
And, and, and so many people want to find a, a more simple way to live into that. Uh, and and um, that's, that's hard, right? Because you don't have full control over your, your work that's most right. of the time. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, at, uh, you're, you're, you're at the will of someone else. That's right. Uh, and that, that's really difficult. Yeah, it is. It's extremely difficult, um, but no less important. Yeah. Um, right. Um, well, uh, Katie, Katie says the morning and evening routines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I totally, totally get it. Um, because any little thing, uh, yeah. any little thing can throw it off. Yeah. Um, I think most of us, and, and maybe this is true for Katie, maybe not. Um, but most of us have a routine, mm-hmm. um, that we favor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know for me, I have a routine that I favor, and if something gets in the way, um, I feel like it begins to throw my day off. Yeah. Um, but uh, at at some level, uh, for me, the the simple solution has been uh, tweaking what I would favor for the routine mm. um, to involve the other people in my home, mm. Mm. Um, rather than uh, for me, if holding on to the routine. Um, creates complexity. It, it almost creates a, like, uh, if I get my way, then I win sort of mm. situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so totally get it. The routines are important. Um, yeah. and usually they get thrown off because there are other people in our lives. Yeah. Um, and that should be a joyful kind of exploration of how we figured that out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, so I know Katie, I've known Katie for a long time. And I know, I know where her question or her answer is coming from. So they have this beautiful little boy named Nate. Nate's, gosh, Nate's probably five now, I guess. Uh, she and her husband, Daniel. But just recently, uh, gosh, probably about eight months ago, maybe about the same time you guys had, had Preston, um, she and her husband had triplets. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so whole other nuance to that question, right? Or to that idea Huge. of morning and evening routine. <laughs> Huge. Talk about juggling. Yeah, seriously. Crazy, huh? But but it shows even more so the importance of simplification, yeah. right? Yeah. Of simplifying your life and finding what works and doing that instead of have, you know, one of the things that that hurts simplifying is expectation. Sometimes we think, oh, I've got to do all these things. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to, you don't have to do all these other things. Find the thing that you really truly need to do and do that and let the other things go. Love it. Um, especially when raising kids. Holy cow. And triplets. Holy cow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Crazy. Imagine Crazy. if they all play different sports. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thanks uh, for all those uh, just great comments and, and, and questions on social media. Uh, as always, we love engaging with you all uh, this past week. And uh, uh, well, I was going to say we'd love to hear from you next week as well. But but Brian, tell us about next week. Yeah. So next week on the podcast, uh, there won't be a podcast because <laughs> right. uh, because it's Sabbath week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Next week, we're going to take a little Sabbath, uh, take a break. Yeah. Um, as we have mentioned in the past, and then um, and then we'll get back into the routine. But in, in the yeah. meantime, we'd encourage you all to take your Sabbath. Um, please uh, feel free to respond uh, to this podcast, or if you have uh, good Sabbath practices um, yeah. that you have found and are embracing, um, 
as well as your progress on the 12 challenge. We'd love to know how you're, how you're doing in January. Um, mm-hmm. Feel free to post those on Facebook at This One Good Life through email at uh, info at thisonegoodlife.com or take pictures of the and uh, tag it with the 12 challenge on yep. Instagram at This One Good Life again. Yeah, and uh, and actually, you know, next when we come back, we will uh, we'll have a uh, twelve challenge update episode, right, Brian? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll be talking about that, talking about uh, what what Brian did over the past month, what I did over over January, talk about those results, and um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, I have a, a story of temptation. I'm excited to share when. Uh, but, oh my gosh, I'm sure comes. it has to do with bread. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, finally this week, we will dive into some of mine and Brian's recommendations for you all. Yeah, this is a time where we share uh, the good stuff that we've discovered in our lives uh, that we hope will add beauty and goodness to yours. Um, Stephen, uh, you've got a couple of recommendations here. Um, Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, well, the first one uh, is is that new uh, (laughs) documentary slash reality uh, show uh, on Netflix, uh, The Life, uh, or Tidying Up with uh, Marie Kondo. Uh, I would encourage. I think it's only six episodes. Uh, I would encourage you go go watch it, uh, learn some things, see some of her techniques. Uh, you know, if, if you only watch the first episode and learn a better way to fold your t-shirts, it is worth it is worth the price of admission. Um, it so so go watch it. She is so delightful. She's just she's wonderful. Uh, she uh, it's it's like she just. It's like she's a, a, a just a ray of sunshine into your life. Mm. Um, she's just I, I really like her a lot and her presence and the peacefulness of, of who she is. And so grateful for her and, and the work she's doing in the world, which is why uh, the second recommendation uh, is uh, her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. This is the book my wife and I went through probably about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, and like I said... Uh, radically changed uh, our home situation, uh, the weight uh, of our possessions, and the way we think about uh, the way we think about our possessions and our home and our spaces, and and really the sort of a lot of the peacefulness uh, of our life. So, double Marie Kondo recommendations: tidying up Netflix, the life changing magic of tidying up the book you can order on Amazon, and both of those will be linked in the show notes. Brian, what about you? So I've got a book recommendation uh, this week that tells a story um, about uh, the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3's uh, period of development. Mm. Um, it's titled The Race for a New Game Machine. It's uh, mm-hmm. written by David Chippy. Um, <clears throat> and it's actually uh, a fantastic example of what happens when we embrace complexity. Mm. Um, and... Uh, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. The the processors that they developed for those machines, in fact, the processors for both machines came from the exact same company and design. Uh, you think of them as competing huh. competitors, yeah. right? Um, but they created a processor that was so stinking complex um, that it created all kinds of problems, overheating, um, and then uh, PlayStation bought into the same processor mm-hmm developed it. Uh, they added more complexity to it to solve problems that they were experiencing with the, with the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And, um, for folks who maybe had an Xbox 360, 
um, there was this thing called the Red Ring of Death. And yeah. uh, people went through multiple, <laughs> multiple, multiple examples. It cost Microsoft tons of money to replace those yeah. and then to redevelop. It all came from this um, embracing design of a processor that was so stinking complex. Yeah. Um, and so it talks about how uh, those two um, competed for the same mm. technology um, uh, together. Uh, and and you might say one won, one, one lost, but it's a sure. fascinating story about business and embracing mm. complexity. So um, uh, certainly, uh, it is <laughs> like most technology, this book is out of date, but, um, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a fun, fantastic read. So, uh, certainly would recommend that. And maybe I've told you too much and you don't need to read it now. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think I remember back when, uh, back when the Xbox came out to begin with, they were talking about the processing capabilities and, and, uh, all the, all the technology inside of it was, uh, more complex than the computers and technology on, on the spaceship that took us to the moon. Yeah, yeah, more power, wild? more processing power. More yeah. power, more it's everything. Crazy. That's just wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. It probably <laughs> exists in your phone now as well, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good grief. <laughs> oh, man. You have the power to fly to the moon right in your pocket. <laughs> but we <laughs> look at... <laughs> YouTube stars. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> well, each week we give you our best recommendations on this week's topic, and we would love to hear from you uh, and your best recommendations for the listening audience. So if you have any, uh, please email those to us at info at thisonegoodlife.com, and we may feature them on next week's show. Yeah, that does, uh, about does it for this week's show, Stephen. Uh, for our listening audience, we are so grateful uh, for those of you that continue to listen. Uh, and mm-hmm. if this is your first time with us, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are grateful that you've chosen to take some time to join us for this podcast. Yeah, and as we close this week, remember the words of William Yates. The world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. See you next week. Or not. <laughs> <laughs>